All right, off we go on this Wednesday. Uh, always interesting in the NFL, isn't it, Yerk? Big news today, Russell Wilson benched in Denver. Sounds like a lot of that has to do with some of the financials. Oh, that does it? baked into the contract for we'll next to, we'll year. to break that down. It's pretty wild. I don't know how, uh, I don't know how Russ is going to react to this, knowing what he's been like in the past and what this means for Russell Wilson and the Broncos going forward. I'm not sure Sean Payton's been totally enamored with him anyway. Russ hasn't been bad this year. He certainly hasn't been great. But like most of the quarterbacks in this league, like nobody's stats are completely eye-popping and gaudy. We talked about this a lot yesterday. The, the MVP race has been wild. Russ has been okay, I guess I'd say, and they had their nice little resurgence for a while there. But after the last couple of weeks, as we roll into Week 17, they found themselves uh, with a couple of bad losses, pretty much being on the outside looking in. They've got like a 1.8% chance to make the playoffs. I mean, not mathematically eliminated, but about the same chances that the Bears have for all intents and purposes. It's over. It's done after these last couple of weeks. So uh, Russ benched for Jared Stidham. Sam Howell's been benched in Washington for Jacoby Brissett. Tommy DeVito's been benched. How dare Brian Dayball bench Tommy DeVito, Yurko? How dare he? Uh, Tyrod Taylor, Taylor's after playing take the second over. half yeah. last week against Philly, will play in Week 17. So lots of benchings, lots so of moving uh, parts. What do we have with Tommy DeVito? You had the two, three games that you pop in. Remember John Clayton used to tell you? Three games. Two, three games. Then they adjust to you, and they take away what you do best. Now right. all of a sudden you got to beat him left-handed. Right. And there you go. You can't do it. Now Tyrod Taylor, he gets the opportunity for the final two games of the season. And everybody knows what Tyrod Taylor is. He might be better than Tommy DeVito. But he's still not going to be, he's not the answer at quarterback position for New York. He's no long-term answer. He's probably better than Tommy DeVito. Yeah, you're New right York, about one that. of those teams that will be drafting a quarterback this year, you uh, think? Yeah. I mean, I know Daniel Jones is still there. Nah, but that deals, they, they can get out of that, right? I, I, I think he, they can, yes. Yeah. yeah. If They're you, drafting a quarterback. If you can get out of the deal in, in Denver, you can get out of the deal. If you can get out of the deal in, in, Green uh, Bay. in Green Bay, you can get out of pretty much any deal. I will never, ever, ever, ever again listen to anybody say, well, they can't do that because of dead money. Because of dead money. I will never believe it ever, ever again after the debacle and the nonsense with Aaron Rodgers. I shouldn't say debacle, but just the drama and the nonsense that ensued last offseason with Aaron Rodgers, where for months it was, no, no, it's $90 million against the cap. If they trade him, they can't do it. No, actually, that's BS. They can trade him, and they did, and it wasn't $90 million against the cap. I'll never believe it again. So, yes, they can get out of Russ's deal in Denver. They can get out of any of them if they really want to. And they can just as easily get out of the Daniel Jones deal, I'm sure, they were probably silly for signing him anyway, but I guarantee you that somewhere along the line when they were doing that deal last year, Brian Dayball and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Shane. Chad, Shane yeah, what's his I name? don't know Joe, his name. Uh, Shane, right? Give him some money. Jim. Give he him said, some yes, money. And, but don't worry. After one year, we'll be able to get well, out. Well, that's what I'm saying. Give him some money, but leave yes. us some leverage Absolutely. where we can get out of that. Yeah. There's no way Brian Dayball is not drafting a quarterback, right? Yeah, I, you think they have to, yeah. I mean, there's a number of teams, I believe, that have to draft a quarterback. Oh, there's a number of them. Oh, yeah. I I think the Patriots are drafting a quarterback. Right. One of them them could be Chicago. I think the Bears might be drafting a quarterback. I think the Giants are drafting a quarterback. I think Denver might be drafting a quarterback. I think they might be. I think he wants to start anew. Now, the one guy I trust in being able to identify a quarterback. I'll give you two. Is the guy out there. I'd agree. Is Sean Payton. I mean, he's eyeballed guys for an extended period of time. I'd give you Dayball, too. I think Dayball could do it. I mean, I think he's worked wonders. What he did for Josh Allen is pretty obvious. 
And I think he worked some magic last year with Daniel Jones, even to get Daniel Jones a nice payday for this year. And even for a few games with Tommy DeVito, like I, I think Dayball can do it. I think there are a handful of guys that can do it. You know what Aaron Rodgers' dead cap number this year was, though? I don't know, and I don't care. I know you don't care, but it was $40 million. Is that what it ended that up was, It wasn't the 99 it million. It wasn't that, yeah, it wasn't the it double was going dip to be. number that yeah, I don't everybody buy thought it was going to be. There's always an out. I got you. There's a post-June this. There's a pre-June first that. I got there's you. It's all types of craziness. It was $37 million, $37.5 million in the signing bonus, $2.8 million in a restructured bonus. It was 17.78% of the cap. There you go. The contract right. says for Daniel Jones, potential out in 2025. So it'll be around next year, but after that, they have but an option. But after that, yeah, yeah, they'll draft a quarterback. They'll, they'll, they'll maybe have Daniel Jones start a handful of games early in the year. Their rookie will play at some point, and they'll be out of the Daniel Jones deal after next year. Here's the, the nuance with the Russ stuff, I guess, Yurka. And Adam Schefter was the first to report this, and he tweeted, Russell Wilson already has $39 million guaranteed for next year. But he has an additional $37 million that would become guaranteed if he can't, that cannot, pass a physical by early March. Denver's move to sit him assures that money won't trigger. And Denver does this at a time when Wilson is the NFL's seventh-rated passer with 26 touchdown passes against eight interceptions. So that's so, Sean Payton and your general manager getting together. Yeah. And making a decision on what they're going to do at quarterback in the future. Like basically saying a couple of things. One, they can't risk him getting hurt and then failing a physical in March. They don't want to have to be obligated for another $37 million. Right? Isn't that kind of what it is? Yep. You ever see anything like that in a contract, Eric? Is that, I thought that was odd. But is that some sort of, that's obviously some sort of protection for us? That's agents. That's agents. That's agents' business. Yeah. Wow. They get together. A $37 million if he can't pass a I'm sure it's there to protect him. I'm sure it's there if it doesn't work, maybe to get him out and go someplace else and get another contract, too. Maybe. Yeah. If it doesn't work or it's not working, everybody's got a way to get out of the thing. Um, Along with, uh, it was to protect him from injury, but as long as he's healthy, him and his agent believe he can go to another team and sign another contract. Kind of feels like the end already, big right? Sign in, in Denver. Well, I think I, I think Sean Payton came in there uh, initially yeah. with a flamethrower. Yeah, and said, "Listen, well, the way you you were doing things, and whoever allowed you to have your own office up here, and this and that, mm. that's a done deal. That's not that's not happening." So I think he took a flamethrower to it, understanding what the the coach is in charge, and uh, the quarterback is not in charge yeah. type of deal, and said, "This is the dynamic, and this is the way it's going to work out." The kind of way Mike Tomlin did it with. Uh, Chase Claypool. Mm. Uh, as long as I'm the guy that's making the decisions, there'll be no music here. Right. Um, I think that's what he's done. And I'm sure Sean Payton's gone about the business saying, let's get this thing done together. And, you know, when they've lost and they've gotten shelled, then they came back and had that winning streak. And now, you know, you win six or seven games. I know. It's tough to maintain that excellence, you know? I think you're right. And six games in a row for San Francisco, they come back and find a way to lose. You look around the league. Uh, what's your longest winning streak that you have out there now? The lo- that's a great question. I think the losing uh, streak the- is Washington 7. It was 6 for San Francisco going into last week, and they lost. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah. Off the top of my head is the longest It's got to be like a three- streak. or four-game streak. It's nothing outrageous. Yeah, you're you know, probably everybody's right. The Ravens got five right now. Is that now. say? Is the there Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, they have five. Is it five? Okay, so the Ravens have won five in a row. And don't worry. Nobody <laughs> else has over. Th- oh, no, Buccaneers have won four in a row. There okay. you go. Bucks have gotten hot. There yeah. you go. So six was by far the leader for an extended period of time now. 
And now you'll see what Baltimore can do. Now, Baltimore, another victory, right? Mm-hmm. Big victory. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Day victory. Boom. Who do they got to come this coming? They got week? the Miami game this week. How big okay. is that for the uh, AFC? How much of a lull is there? Miami had the big win. Where's the game at? Uh, the game is in Baltimore. Well, advantage Baltimore there. Yes. Yeah, yep. advantage Baltimore. Last game? Yeah. Was their last uh, game? Their last game. Hold on. I got to get their schedule for week 18. Hold on. Their last game, Yurk, is uh, versus they're at home. They finish at home Dolphins and at home Steelers. Okay. Uh, you don't want to be winning eight straight going into the playoffs. Oh, That's come on. Not, really? I, 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 I prefer not to. <laughs> really? I think the best thing that happened in San Francisco is they lost. And they lost the way they lost. Little, little check. That's a nice little check, check for you. Yeah, let's go back to the film. Let's see what happened. How much of this was self-inflicted? Mm. How much of this was our fault? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Purdy responded after the three-game losing streak in pretty solid fashion. So, uh, you know, I, I always said that I think the New England Patriots would have benefited from a loss in the final game against the New York Giants when they went 17-0 and and ended up losing to the Giants yeah. in the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Giants played them in the last game. They did. And they played them tooth and nail. Yes, they did. I think, that, I think New England would have benefited by a loss. You're right. I'm it, the only guy that thinks that. But that's fine. I think they would have benefited by a loss. You mentioned Chase Claypool. I, I don't, and I was just thinking, I was watching Miami on what was Miami played Sunday, right? Right. And three I'm point like, uh, late field goal winner, right? Yeah, or, they had the late field goal winner against yeah, uh, Dallas. It was like good game. Twenty nineteen or something yeah. like that. Very good game. Um, and uh, and forgive me, that game might have been Saturday. I get the whole weekend. Yeah, the whole is, weekend. Is a blur. They played five days. I, they played five days. They played five days. Yeah. Was, we don't usually get that. But no, they no, played, they played four days. They played Thursday, like Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday. Yeah, it, it was like crazy. Five. I yeah. mean, so I forgive me, I can't remember when. But I was watching the Miami game. You're thinking like, it, it just jogged my memory. I'm like, does does Chase Claypool even ever get on the field for them? Like Jalen Waddle's been banged up. Tyree Kill's been banged up. Like he's on South he, Beach. He doesn't even get on the field. South like, Beach. I, he's a model. I don't know how. Like has he been targeted ten times since that trade? No, he, he's a model. Is it's, what he is. It's crazy. You look up his stats. No, how, how far he, he's fallen. He is a model. He's on South Beach. Like is Chase Claypool ever even out there wearing for his them? Gucci, wearing all his nice stuff, and he's down wow. there taking pictures. So we're talking about the teams that might be in the market for a quarterback. Look, I, I think some of it may be still up in the air or fluid here for the Bears. I don't know what the hell to expect or what's going to happen. I, I I think they might be in the market for a quarterback. Uh, Matt Eberflus was on Waddle and Sylvie yesterday with, with Sylvie and Dion talking about Justin Fields' future. Take a listen to a little of this. With Justin Fields, as, as we continue to talk about his growth, and things that he could do better, Coach. How would you feel about Justin continuing to be your quarterback into next season? Yeah, I would say that, you know, Justin is is focused on this game right here, and he's focused on the finishing of this season, and that's what everybody's focused on. Um, And then we'll cross that bridge when we get to it uh, after the season. We'll look at all those things as we do every single year. We evaluate uh, everything from uh, A to Z within the program. We actually will sit down with every player, um, and talk to those. Ryan and I will do it together, and we'll sit down with every player and get their feedback on on, on the building and on on each performance. You know, the strength of the performance staff, the training staff, coaching staff, all that. And we will take all the information in, and then we'll evaluate the players one at a time, and then make our decisions after that. So, is it because the decisions haven't been made, or is it because you just don't want to take the focus off of the next game? No, I think it's both. 
I think it's both. You know, the decisions haven't been made, and those those are wait, you know waiting till the end of the year when everything's finalized, and then again our focus is on Atlanta. And uh, again, we got a big challenge this week against uh, against Atlanta. You know, they're they're working to get into the playoffs. You know, we still got an opportunity, so we're going to put our best foot forward, and so are they. That was a good follow up by Sylvie and. Did Matt Eberflus just say? Sounds like it. Oh, no, it's a little bit of both. Decisions haven't been made. Did the coach just basically tell you a decision hasn't been made on fields? And I'm not, I'm not saying, we should, oh, we should be alarmed by that. Maybe a little surprised because Eberflus very rarely says much that he openly said that. Well, I mean, he's under contract for next year. Well, of course he is, of course. But I, I mean, he doesn't yes. really have to tell you anything. I would just say he's under contract for next year. But he year. basically told you, yeah, yeah, those decisions, like, they haven't been made. We're going to evaluate those things come the offseason yeah. in our I also organizational think, meetings. I think Eberflus is just talking to talk because he has to talk because he's contractually obligated to talk. You want to hear what he said today? They kind of followed up with him sure. when he met the media today. Absolutely. This was earlier today up at Hallis. You mentioned yesterday that decisions about Justin's future have not been decided yet. Like, things are still up in the air. What are you hoping to see from him over these last two games to kind of help make that picture clearer? Yeah, and, and really, you know, what I should have added to that comment is everybody, right? We're all we're all looking to evaluate, you know, these last two games and for our football there, yeah. team. It's not just Justin. It's it's the offensive line, the receivers, the defensive line, linebackers, secondary, everybody, right? You know, so we're always trying looking to, you know, have our eyes forward and, and get better every single year. Um, but with him, you know, it's just about being consistent. You know, about the, uh, really the, the good things he has done. You know, what has he done over the last five or six games? Well, his sack total has been cut in half. Uh, that's been really good. Uh, interceptions are down. He has one. You know, if you take out the two and a half in the game uh, interceptions that he had in Cleveland. So that's really good, too. And then him being able to, you know, evade the rush and look down the field to create some momentum plays going forward and you know his rhythm and timing is is improving too uh so those are the, the tangible numbers we can look at and uh just more consistency that way so he gave you that well we're all still being evaluated and decisions haven't been made on anybody you know yeah that's a little bit of the coach speak there yeah right? kind of a way to to protect himself and maybe to protect the, the player I, a little I, bit. I really think it's all coach speak yeah I, that's what it all is he never wants to be able to tell you anything i his uh, his goal to get through every press conference is not to give you anything that you can sink your teeth into. It's his goal. He's, Sometimes he's he's not in a position yet, yeah. but he's not in a position to be able to want to want to tell you anything. He doesn't want to tell you anything. Yeah. The last thing he wants you to know is what he's thinking. He wants you to just stunned whatever the decision is made when they make it. And then he'll go about the business. Like they asked him specifically, what do you think about Justin Fields and his problem? What is your thought? What do you think? And he went to what Justin Right. Should be thinking, you know, or Justin should do. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't really want to tell you. He's not telling you what he thinks. He's just giving you a generic something that Justin needs to do this, needs to do that. But it's got nothing to do with what he's thinking. Right. What do you think? Well, I think he's had a decent season so far. Why? Why can't you say that? I think it's been a, a little bit above average. I think we've won more games. I think he's been the guy that's, you know, he won't tell you that. He'll just say he's preparing, and he's preparing, and he's preparing. And then the postseason, uh, and he said it. He said, well, I should have said all players are going to be evaluated. Right. You did say to Sylvie, all players are going to be evaluated along with Justin Fields. Everybody, you said everyone is going to meet with uh, me and Ryan Pauls. Yeah. With even Flutes and Ryan Pauls. So he said it. Well, I should have said that a little bit better. No, you shouldn't have. Because you said it. 
Coming up next, I want to play one more Eberflus soundbite from earlier today uh, where he was asked if he's talked to Justin about the future. Uh, we'll let you hear that coming up. If you want to ring us up, feel free. Jump in, 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Yurko. Playing professional football, being on the radio for many years, I've had the opportunity to endorse many products and companies. I've always felt it's important to choose companies that I believe in. I've never had the opportunity to endorse a company owned by close friends until now. The Vernoliac Law Group has been helping people for 60 years. They've even taken care of some of my neighbors and close friends. If you need medical help, you want a doctor with the experience and the skill set that's going to help you. The same holds true when you need a lawyer. The Vernoliac Law Group has 60 years of experience and skill as well as the trust of over 40,000 clients. For personal injury, auto, truck accidents, wrongful death, workers' compensation, medical malpractice, and all your legal needs, use the law firm that I use, the Verdoliak Law Group. The Verdoliak Law Group has done great for my friends and neighbors. They will do great for you, too. Call them today at 844-4VLG-LAW. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Hello. Hope you're having a great day, Carmen and Yurk. We'll cross talk with Sylvie coming up at 2. He's going to get you around this afternoon when he's done at 6. It's into the Duke's Mayo Bowl, Yurko. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Who's playing in that Duke's Mayo Bowl? That would be uh, North Carolina and West Virginia. Both teams seven and five this year. But I watched a slew of games being played against six and six teams. Oh yeah, this six and six this time of year, Yurko. It was crazy. I saw six and six Uh, South Florida that my little cousins have. Both eight and four, by the way. Eight and four. All right. Yep. Six and six against Syracuse. It was like fifty-two to nothing. Yes. Yeah. What a debacle. Yeah. My guy Dino Baber's gone. Dino's gone. They fired Dino yeah, in November. Dino's, I can't Dino's believe gone. it. Dino's gone. Poor Dino. He'll land on his feet. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. He's 62, though. Where's is he Dino Baber 62? Dino Babers is 62. Why did I not think he was 62? Well, he coached me in college, Carm. That's my Holy relationship cow. with Dino Babers. I guess that's right. I mean, yeah, like, geez. He got done, so he's six years older than I am. Holy cow. So he was down there. He was 24, 25 when he started coaching Eastern Illinois. Wow. And he was a running backs coach when he was down there. He only stayed one year. That's wild. Charleston was not a place that he wanted to be. And then he came back and was the head coach when Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. That's right. And he introduced the uh, Art Broyles offense to Eastern Illinois. And that's when they set all the records. And uh, Jimmy G ended up going to the pros. That's just yes, he So did. there you go. So that's how his affiliation with Eastern Illinois was. But now he's out and about and he's fired. But yeah. He's out. 62 years old. Northwestern won its bowl game. Yeah, they did in uh, in good fashion too. Northwestern won uh, eight games this year. Yeah, it's a pretty good turnaround. Yep, from where things were in the debacle that was the summer. What they win one game last year? They right? won one game last year. Pretty yeah, good. All right, good for Northwestern. Somebody must have recruited well. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I mean or, somebody must have recruited well. If or you go somebody from did one to eight. Or somebody did a pretty good job well, coaching. One to eight. So you, what are you saying? I, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I'm just asking a question. What are you saying? Are you saying the guy there couldn't coach? I already said it. I said they did a nice job of recruiting is what I said. And I just retorted yeah. with right. maybe somebody did a good job and coaching. Then I retorted then <laughs> with did you think the guy that was there before couldn't coach? I think Coach Fitz can coach. Okay. 
I think. But I also know the last couple of seasons were a debacle. Mm-hmm. Not just what was going on in the locker room, right? The slap and tickle session, but what was on the field was a debacle, like, right? Did they, they did they benefit or they hurt? Did they get hurt from the transfer portal? Because that's what did my guy in Syracuse. They did him dirty. So is that it transfer ki- portal killed is it him? Killing some of the mid level schools and really benefiting. The big boys? I, I think if you're a player at Syracuse and you've established yourself, you're more likely to get the hell out of Syracuse and go someplace else. Yes, yes, 100%. I think, I think Purdue's going to get killed. Mm. If you're not an upper echelon Big Ten team and you go to Purdue and you play your ass off and there's a chance for you to get the hell out of Dodge, hmm. you get the hell out of Dodge. Boy, the tra- I heard some stats about the tra- I mean, the transfer portal has really become wild. Like Eleven hundred players, right? Like the number yeah. of kids that entered it and all the changes. Well, if you're not playing, you want to get the hell out. I right? know. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to leave? Yeah, the, I, you're you're not wrong. I mean, you had guys that had to sit out a year that were willing to leave if they weren't playing. Joe Burrow left, right? And went Justin to LSU, Fields left, right? Left Georgia. If you're a guy and you're not going to play, you got to get out of there. And they used to be willing to sit a year. Like their first guy, Eason, left, sat a year in Washington out of Georgia. Yes. When Fromm took over. Yes. So yeah. if guys are willing to leave and sit out a year, now you ain't got to sit out a year? And you're, it's not going well for you and the coach isn't kissing uh, your ass? Yeah. Guess what? You're leaving. I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. There ain't no tough coaching or tough love no more. Hmm. You can't have it because everybody wants to be pampered. They want their diapers changed by the head coach. <laughs> Put some baby powder down there something, for me. Something tells me Nick Saban oh, still yeah. gets after his guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. No, he, no, 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 no. He had to coach his guys at the beginning of the year differently than he coached them at the end of the year. Because they were trying to develop. There was more so shoulder massaging going on. And there's more one-on-one confidence building uh, uh, sessions early in the year. Mm. Because they weren't the team that they were at the end of the year. So he had to coach a different way. He couldn't be Nick Saban the hammer. Bring the sludgehammer. He went in a little softer. How do I coach? He went up in the toolbox and all there was was the sludgehammer, right? (laughs) He had to go get a new toolbox with more weapons in there to go, okay, maybe I need to do a little (laughs) bit differently. Like a Phillips head screwdriver? Like a stone brush. (laughs) The stone brush. You know, after you get done, you kind of wipe the dust away. No, there are different tools being out. <laughs> That's funny. No, this transfer portal. Ask coaches that are out there. That's funny. Real world coaches. We had three guys leave Eastern Illinois because they want to go to greener pastures. Yeah. They wanted to play Division One football. They wanted to try to get in a Power Five conference. They got the opportunity to do it. Now they're, they they left. Hmm. It happens, Carm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's the, that last bite of Matty Rufus. I wanted to play for you. Uh, this is earlier today. Has he talked to Justin Fields about the future? Yeah, I talked to him in a general sense and just in terms of the position, you know, of being an NFL quarterback. Um, and that's you're always going to get that, you know. So you got to keep your eyes and your feet, eyes forward and your feet where they are. And that's that's the most important thing you can do. you got to focus on the here and now and today and improving every single day. When you do that, you're going to get better. And you're going to improve, and you're going to be able to stay locked in on your job. And he does that at, at a great rate. He does it every single week, and uh, I commend him for that. You know, it's it's uh, you got to be strong to do that. You know, certainly to, uh, during times of adversity. And he stands on solid ground. He stands on his work ethic uh, and the man that he is. And and that's how he, he does that. You know, he keeps his eyes forward and his feet where they are supposed to be. So all right. Well, he is a, he is a hard worker. They all seem to like him. Unfortunately, uh, you want a little bit more than, uh, you, you know, you want the hard work to translate into a, a truly dynamic quarterback that can be a difference maker. And I still don't know 
At least I don't, I don't think, let's put it that way, I don't think that's Justin. I think he's fun to watch. I think when he's up running in the open field, he's as exciting as anybody, any quarterback in this league for sure. He's not a classic quarterback. Yeah, and I think to me that's a little bit of a problem. If you can upgrade it, I think you, you have to upgrade it. That's well, if that's the offense you want to run and you're looking for a classic quarterback, um, then you might have to make a move. Or do you change the offense coordinator and bring somebody in to get the strengths out of Justin Fields? Yeah, but I, I don't. I, the, so the, the idea that my, my thoughts simply are, simply are, that Luke Getzey needs to throw about fifty five percent of his game plan in the garbage, <laughs> and then he's got to go ahead and devise a game plan that takes the best of what Justin Fields gives you. Your dilemma then is if Justin Fields gets hurt. You need to have an identical quarterback yeah. as his backup quarterback. Yeah. You can't have a classic-style passer back there. I think that's why they thought P.J. Walker would be a good backup at the beginning of the summer. And we learned through that, training camp yeah, that he that, wasn't. Gonna, that, that's not going to happen. But I see what you're saying. That You need right. to pair him then with if, if a similar skill set. If you're going to change your offensive philosophy to fit Justin Fields, your backup quarterback has to have similar strengths mm. That, that your quarterback has because you can't suddenly expand your offense and throw away what you put in for fields, throw it away, and then say, okay, we got a different offense with this guy. I think that's asking too much. The other I, thing is and when, I'm open for anything this year. I know. I've already told you, you that. Have. I am open for anything. Like if they trade him and they get a big haul back? Any hall. For it. Trade him and get any hall. Back. Yeah, maybe, maybe big halls putting it. Monty hall. Maybe we get Monty hall back. Dana hall. You know. But if you were to get something similar to what the Jets got in the Darnold deal, I think you'd be, and you might get more. To be honest, because right. again, Justin's better. I'm open for. Like, it. You might get more. I'm open for. It. Caleb Williams not my guy. I don't know that he's my guy either. I'm not going I, yeah, short. I'm not going short at the quarterback position. I'd rather have Jaden Reed here. Is that his name? No, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, yeah. Jaden Reed's the receiver. Yes, he is. His teammate, former teammate. Uh, yes, that is correct. Yes, correct. 100% correct. Yeah, Jaden Daniels. I'd rather have uh, six four. Yeah. I want somebody a little bit taller. I don't want six foot trying to fight over the line of scrimmage. You see, it's tough for Kyler Murray at times, isn't it? It just is. It is. I think things get in his view that mess up can't, can't see. the rhythm. Honestly, like can't it's see. Carmen, you're driving. And you had rain, and you had nighttime, and then you had the glisten of the road. It's difficult. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's you're right. To, it's more difficult to drive at night in the rain. You know, you're right. It, it, whether you like it or not, and then you get a glare, and you get the glare off the street. You can't see the stripes. Yeah. Oh no, it, it, it's much more difficult. Now you're standing in the pocket, and all of a sudden you got six, five bodies around you, crushing eight of them, and now you're trying to find a receiver downfield. Good luck. And I think it might be a problem for for Bryce, which uh, Young going forward too, which we always talked about. And that's not to say he can't have a successful game or a series of games that are successful. It's just those challenges are always going to be there. I just I don't want a six one quarterback. I'm sorry. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and York. We're coming right back. Countdown your New Year's Eve at Bub City Rosemont. Join for dinner, stay for the show, and the toast together at midnight. Stop by next door, Joe's Live Rosemont, for a totally 90s New Year's Eve this weekend with Fool House, the ultimate 90s dance party. Get ready for a throwback night. You will never forget and enjoy a complimentary toast at midnight. It's Joe's Live Rosemont. It's the best place in Chicagoland for live music. Bub City Rosemont got that great barbecue and that great whiskey selection. So much fun. Have a great holiday weekend. 
with the two. Get your tickets now at joesliverosemont.com. Hawthorne Racecourse. Football, racing, burgers, and more. Have a winning weekend at a newly remodeled Hawthorne betting bar featuring cash betting at points bet. Find a location near you at hawthornebettingbars.com. Remember, if you have a gambling problem and you want help, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Season as always in the NFL, kind of feels like Russell Wilson uh, just like his time in Denver is done. If uh, you're just joining us, if you haven't heard, Russell Wilson has been benched for the final two games, and that could be a culmination of a bunch of things. Not that he's been terrible or been a big part of the problem, but I, I'm not sure he. I, I think Sean Payton, like Yurko said, I think Sean Payton went in there, looked at everything, assessed, and said, "I'm going to start fresh at some point." Now you at couldn't some do point, that right. this year. Mm-hmm. But it kind of feels like this is going to be the end of Russell Wilson. Uh, He's been benched for the final two games. Some of that's got to do with the fact that if he can't pass a physical in March, he'd be guaranteed an additional $37 million on top of the $39 million that is already guaranteed to Russ for 2024. So it kind of feels like some of this is they can't afford to get him hurt in these last two weeks, and they're just going to be ready to move on. So, like, is Russ become available? Is Justin available via trade? Where's Kirk Cousins going to end up? He's a free agent. You know, what's Minnesota going to do? So next year is guaranteed it, for him, right? For Russ? Yes. Yes. So next year is guaranteed. Yes. So this is what I think they're doing. They're making sure that his guarantee is only one more year. They might draft the quarterback they like. They might play him and have the guy learning behind him for one year. That could be. I do not think that uh, uh, Sean Payton is of the want to kind of throw a guy in there under fire his first year. I think he wants him to learn. His preferences he learned. And that just takes away the second year of guarantee. That is an optional guarantee right now. They don't want to trigger that. You're still my quarterback next year. Does Russ go to them and say, I'm done, trade me? He can do whatever he wants. Right. He's got that a doesn't con- mean that they have to. He's got a contract with the Denver Broncos. That's yeah. it. That's as simple as it is. Yeah. Interesting. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Jim's on the south side with Carmen in New York. Hey Jim. Did you say hey Jim or Tim? Jim. Jim. No, no this is Tim, man. Tim, 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 Tim. Timmy, Sorry. What's, what's up? up, Tim? We had you up there as Jim, but Timmy. we got you now as Tim. Yeah. <laughs> what's up, bro? All right, man, Timmy. I, 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 I've been listening to you guys forever. I done called in a few times. I just can't take no more, man. Justin Fields, all yep. right? I want to talk about Justin Fields, yep. okay? Now, all of these quarterbacks that's coming out the draft, just like any other year, everybody always assess these quarterbacks, and these quarterbacks never turn out to be maybe one or two of them to be what you guys say they are. And I ain't talking about you guys. I'm just speaking in front. Yeah, you're talking about the professionals, that Mel Kiper. Yeah, Kiper, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about them, man. I think, when look, when Mr. Travinsky came out, bro, I was the only one in America – that said Patrick Mahomes going to be a killer. That's what I said. Didn't nobody else say that. They didn't even have him high-ranked on the board. Now we're talking about uh, Drake May and, and Caleb Williams for Justin Fields, start all over after we done built the team. I think that is ludicrous. I think we need to 
draft Marvin Harris Jr. with that first pick. Stop trying to steal money all the time. All money ain't good money. And, and, and then look for us a center in the draft, man, to keep building around this team. I think our team is just fine. I think Justin Fields going to be all right, man. He's bigger, stronger, faster than any receiver in this draft, bro. Any one of them, man. And, 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 and his accuracy ain't that bad. Caleb Williams, I see Caleb throwing that sucker all over the place. I like Michael Tennis Jr. too. But I see him throwing that sucker all over the place and not to his receiver. I don't know, man. That's just all my right. time. All right, bro. Tim, thanks. We appreciate it. One or two of the quarterbacks will be good. Yeah, it's hard. We know it's hard. Yeah. That that doesn't you mean that you can right. just always dismiss right. every prospect. It doesn't work that way. You're, 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 you can find be good at your job, and you'll find a good one at some point. Your window also begins next year. This year was never your window year. No, not if you've at all. Got a, if you've got a window for victory, it starts next year, and it's yeah. probably about a three, four-year window. You can keep Justin Fields as your quarterback, and you can draft the quarterback. You could. Yeah, absolutely. You can keep it him. seems that. Not, not draft Caleb Williams or, 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 or Drake May or the other guy, uh, the, the guy from LSU that we just did, Jaden Daniels. I've picked the brain a few of, of, picked the brains of a few of the people that are really close to the organization, though, and the, you know, some of the beat reporters and things like that. They don't feel that that's very likely. That if the the response I've gotten, Yurk, is like, there's no way they're drafting a quarterback and keeping Justin Fields here. I don't totally disagree with you, but it, the people up there seem to think that ain't happening. There's no way that if they're going to draft a quarterback, they will be trading Justin. I don't know. I will. We'll see. But I that's mean, that's ob- that's thought. obviously an option. Yeah. But what if you're not taking one of the top four or five guys? What if you're waiting and taking a guy like in the third round? Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. Like, I can have Justin Fields here for two years under cost control. Well, one really, right? Because are you going to pick up the option if you're drafting a quarterback? Are yeah, you picking up? I could pick up the fifth year option. Absolutely, I can. Would you do that? Yeah, I can let him play next year, and if he has a better year, I could always trade him after next year. <laughs> That's another part of this. What yeah. happens come March? Do they pick up that fifth year option or not? Is, is it, oh, May is that 2nd. It I May looked 2nd? at it. May 2nd, yes. It's that late? I didn't realize it, it is that late. late. It's okay. kind of weird. I don't know yeah, why. I didn't realize but it was that late. It was May 2nd last year, and it's May 2nd, 2024 this okay. year. Okay, I didn't realize that. So it's after the draft. Yeah, it's after free agency. It's after the draft. Yes. Yeah. Lewis is in Homewood on ESPN 1000. Hey, Lewis. Hey, guys. How you doing, man? Good, man. Great. What's up, Lewis? It's good. I just want to say, you know, Justin Fields has always been this guy, man. And going back when he was in Georgia, and he had to transfer because he couldn't beat out Jake Fromm. Kirby didn't make him his number one. Um, and you saw the difference between how he ran Ohio State and how C.J. ran Ohio State. And what C.J. is doing now. So we definitely need to move on from him, get a quarterback. I'm, I'm more on Michael Penix because I don't think anybody's a better passer than him or have an IQ. People worried about the two ACLs. I look at it that he has brand new, two brand new ACLs, basically. Uh, some people want Drake or whatever, but I do think we need to draft a quarterback. We could still keep Justin. I think your partner said about we keeping Justin. We don't necessarily have to trade him right now. Do what Green Bay does. You know, Green Bay would have their prime quarterback, but they would still draft the quarterback. You know, they yeah. had Rodgers. They drafted Love. And look at what Love is doing. Love is going to throw for over 4,000 yards. Yes, he is. Plus touchdowns and 62 uh, completion. That's the way to do it. So we, Justin's a foregone conclusion. Keep Eberflus. Our defense is arguably the best 
in the NFL. And mm. hopefully we have a promising year, make the playoffs, and continue to get better. All right. So that's Lewis. my piece on that. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, the Packers are going to have another 4,000-yard passer. He might not be – who knows what Jordan Love's well, going to be. Listen, if, if, God if, darn it. Is he, right, is he going to be Brett Favre or is he going to be Aaron Rodgers? Maybe not, but you're looking at the two of the top 15 quarterbacks ever. Right. Right? So is he going to be a top 15 quarterback ever? Maybe not. Maybe not, but – but what if he's a top 50 quarterback ever? What if you put him at number 50 at the end of all of it? Yeah. Wouldn't you theoretically be happy? I of mean, course. how'd you like to say, well, you weren't Aaron Rodgers and you weren't Brett Favre, but you were one hell of a quarterback. I mean, I, I mean if he came here, Jordan Love, if he was here in Chicago doing this, there'd be infatuation. Of course. They, oh, my God. It'd be the love affair of all love affairs. And he might come up a little short. He's going to need, what, 413 yards. Uh, he's probably going to get In two there. games? In two games. He's yeah. averaging 240 a game. So well, 480, it'll tell you that he's going to get 4,000 yards. Yeah. He's yeah. going to probably get. They're going to go for how many another. Touch, how many touchdowns does he have? He's got 27 touchdowns. He'll have 30-plus touchdowns probably. He's got a quarterback rating over 90. Justin's is like 84. It, it, it'll be two things the Bears have never had. A guy that's thrown for 30 touchdowns and a guy that's thrown for 4,000 yards. And the Bear, and the Packers just do it again. I, I, I can't do it with this nonsense. And I, I'm, I'll be gonna have another. They're going to have another 4,000-yard passer. I've, I've got the Bears. I'm confident in the Bears winning today, this week against Atlanta. Atlanta's going to come up here. They're not going to like it. It's going to be 32 degrees. It's going to be rainy. It's they emptied the be tank miserable. last week. They played their best game they last did. week. They played very well last week. They emptied the tank. They're in a must-win situation. They are Chicago's going to beat win. them. And then, kid, January 7th. Yeah, and Green Bay. To 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 state, you know, you're fighting for the North. Now it's gone. Detroit has it right now, Detroit's but you played very well today. It's Detroit this year. Yes, they did. Should have been two victories. Yes. Now you go three and three in your own division, Carm. That's growth, Carm. Sure, considering they didn't have a win. That is growth. Three yeah. and three in your own division yeah. is growth. Viking Scott's in Crown Point on ESPN 1000. Viking hey, Scott Club that's really. Boy, those last two weeks, man. Oh, I mean, I tell man. you. You almost hey, I, 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 could, was on your, I, I was listening. I was on your stupid Vikings uh, each oh, of the boy. last two weeks. At least one was a push. The Bengal loss was a push. But uh, hey, I thought I was heck? calling you guys. Am I going to get a chance to talk here? Uh, or what? Yeah, oh yeah. God. Well, we're just hey, we went on the I hope good. I hope good karma stuffed your stockings with an extra Christmas bonus because <laughs> all the guys that I listen to every day to make my day go by a little bit better, all well deserved. And throw the ladies in there, too, when Dion and Peggy are in, too, because I listen pretty much all day. So I'm hoping things were good for you on the bonus spectrum of things. Thanks, guys. Hey, one other thing you guys brought up yesterday. I texted Yerk. Did you guys see Peacock is actually on the Saturday of Wild Card Weekend as one of the games on Peacock? Can you believe a Wild Card Weekend? Are you serious? What is the NFL doing to us? The NFL is literally killing us with this crap of moving games around and trying to make things special. That does suck. I don't have yeah. Peacock. I, I happen so to I'm have... So I'm going to miss a playoff right. game in the first weekend? Carm, I happen to have So the one of the games, so the NBC, I think it's a 3.30 game, so it'll be that night game, because remember, they do two on Saturday, three on Sunday, so I think it's the uh, night game on Saturday night of Wild Card Week. So that's literally insane. Come on, NFL. We, we pay for our services. Like, I get the YouTube Sunday ticket. I should get it no matter what. I shouldn't have to go search yeah, for right. Peacock. I'm with you. I've got the ticket because right. I have YouTube A couple TV. other things here real quick, Carm. Go. they got to stick with Mullins. they got to stick with Mullins, even though he's thrown six interceptions. Do you realize he's come off the Bench, hadn't started a game in three years, and he's thrown for seven hundred and some yards. But the turnovers are just killing. Well, that last throw, that last throw at the end of that game, the pick at the what the it hell was, a was Charlie that? Huff, 
It was a Charlie Huff knuckle curveball. You see the way it came out of his hand? It came out of his hand like he was a four-year-old trying to throw the ball to his dad because he doesn't have the arm strength. It was brutal. I mean, like, this is killing me, these last two losses. The fact that we needed a half an inch on third and fourth down. You know, we got a chance to win the game. We can't get stops when we need stops. I was ripping Flores up the wazoo because we get take the lead 21-17 after getting a drive at the end of the first half, start of the second half, winning a game that we need to win, and then we can't get a stop to save our lives. So, and last thing I'm going to say is this MVP race, you might want to look for a long set because it's so crazy. Think about this. If Tua now goes and throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns against Lamar head-to-head, yeah, does yeah. he move to be the favorite? Yes, that's how crazy. Yes. I mean, think about this NFL season. It's been literally ridiculous. I wouldn't be shocked right now if our our uh, title game Super Bowl is a four seed against a five seed. It's Would crazy. You? No, it's it was, Scotty. Thanks, buddy, and Happy New Year. It's crazy. Yeah. He brings up an interesting point because you had the Purdy Lamar thing head to head this last weekend. You saw how much the odds shifted. We spent a lot of time yesterday on this. Now you've got Tua versus Lamar this weekend. Let's say what Scotty just said. Let's say Tua goes in there, throws for three ten and three touchdowns, and they win. He's probably going to be the favorite. Yes. And what is he now? Twenty five to one. No, he's lower Let's than that. Let's get a wagering card. Come on, much lower. Hold on, I had it, it from yesterday. It can't be ten to one, twelve to one. It's in your notes. Uh, go through the pages. You got like a thousand pages over there. Nine to one. Nine to his one. Fourth choice. As of yesterday, he was nine to yeah. one. Fourth choice. But he'd be the favorite if that had, Now, I don't know oh. that that's going to happen, but... Right, of course, he'd be the favorite. It's wild. And those stupid Vikings, each of the last two weeks, I'm on. Yeah. A push and a loss. At least one of them was a push. They've got three losses in a row now, Carm. Yeah, they... they <laughs> excuse me, my yeah, cough. It's okay. You got still, I cough. got, like, this lingering cough. Onions. I got to find out that the advice I gave Sylvie, whether excuse he utilized me. it or not... We'll ask. Chop the onions, put them in the bag... Uh, put them on and then put a sock, a big sock over them and sleep that way to get rid of the cough. You got a tickle I mean, in your throat? I, I do a little bit. I mean, Carmen, you're Italian. If anybody should believe in this, you believe in the Maloiks, right? I, I'm not really. Well, we yeah. did some research on this for Waddle and Sylvie yesterday because Sylvie go? wanted to know. The National Onion Association says it does not work. So, oh, no. I mean, that's the National yeah. Onion that's, Association. I mean, so they're, they're even biased you, towards yeah. onions. They're yeah. telling you it doesn't work. Yeah, National Onion. Ask my doctor. The National says. Onion Service brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. Don't believe anything you hear. It's not even mean. Yeah, I, well, you know what it means. Well, well, I just told you what it means. <laughs> we'll ask Sylvie if it worked coming up when we cross talk with him at two. Back to your phone calls. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. I can't believe the NFL's putting a playoff game on Peacock on that first weekend. That's what at least doing. it freed up my, my Saturday night, I yeah, guess. Yeah, uh, that's what they're doing. I didn't watch either. I mean, I first of all, I didn't know where it was. Then I went out to one of the local pubs, and none of the local pubs had it because they're not going to pay the local pub price to get another streaming service. Jeez. No, they're not going to do it. They, they've only got so much insanity that they can handle. Is one of the playoff games in it? Was one of the playoff games last year an Amazon game? I don't even. I, remember. I, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember, but they you maybe know, to say Amazon because them. so many people have Amazon Prime. Right. They, they, somebody just typed their number in that they, that is their own. And it came popping up on the TV, and there right. you go. We had it. Right. Yeah. It's a lot easier, I feel like, right. than having the Peacock. I think more people have Amazon Prime than have Peacock. Yeah. Now, I have the cock. Because of Because soccer. of the EPL soccer. Right. So I always made it a point to have it. You might be hosting them that Saturday night. Yeah. You have to come over by you and Only watch Only nobody's game. coming over. Why not? Well, what do I want people over for? I like my solitude. 
If I want to hang out with people, I'll go by them. What about me and uh, like Zetterman and Sylvie would come down? And we'd... Absolutely not, no, welcome. not, not welcome. Absolutely not welcome. <laughs> no. I would come by. I'm going to crash your no. house on that Saturday. Nobody's coming by my house. I'll have the uh, the moat with the alligators Well, out. then you come over the next day by me and we'll watch games on Sunday. No, thank you. I'll cook for you. I appreciate that. Let me tell you, you were a big hit last night. With what? Your carbonara. Your other stuff that you've been cooking over the holidays, carbonara, baby. Yeah, they want. Where's the recipes available? Where can people I, find those recipes? Well, if you we see you make it, Carm, but yeah, we but, don't but know how much. It's in the description. I, I, in the description, like you click on that thing, and there's a big book yeah, comes out. Yeah. Okay. You can I'll tell you, like I gave you the play by play how to make oh, good carbonara. Sasha, your good friend Sasha, over at the place that we did Love uh, Sasha. Social Two One Nine. Yeah. He was looking at it. He's just like he had tears in his eyes. The carbonara is easy to make. It's I said delicious. it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Somebody you, hit me up on You nice use the any... chuck roast there, two inch cubes, right? That was for Genovese. That's yeah. Genovese. Yeah. yeah. Genovese, which comes from Naples. Go yeah. figure. Go figure. Genovese, huh? Doesn't make any sense. Wasn't he a mobster, Genovese? I, probably. Huh? Could have been. Carm? Could have been. Did you name it after a mobster? I didn't name it after anything. That's what it's been called for okay. 300 years. They've just probably... making sure. That made that look good, too, Carm. Oh, delicious. And you just put that over a pasta, any type of pasta? Any type of pasta. Do you have a favorite pasta you would put that over? Rigatoni. Rigatoni? Yeah. What about ziti? Could you add ziti? I like rigatoni better because it's got ridges. It's got ridges. And it holds ridges. The, yeah. That's right. I like the ridges. Because it holds the You wouldn't put one work. of them corkscrews on there, though. You, you don't mm, do that with a corkscrew. No. So there are pastas you would say absolutely not. Yeah. And the ziti is uh, a bald, bald, the ziti is a bald pasta. I, I would with say. With no ridges, right? No, right. I call that bald pasta. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. What, what if you used a stringy one? Is a stringy, which stringy one would you utilize? I would. If you, you don't, see? That but that's my point then. Yeah. So there is a specific pasta. Rigatoni. You say, oh, not really. Rigatoni. Yeah, that's rigatoni. what you want. All right. Yeah. See, I, I, get, I get the correct answer, but it's like you're up on the stand trying gotta, to protect somebody. You got to beat it out of me. My mouth. God. Rigatoni. Uh, yeah, Rigatoni. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Andrew and Roscoe. Oh, by the way, I did a review on the <clears throat> the beautiful I present you gave me. That's how it started. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Widow's, Widow Jane. Widow Jane the Vault. 15 year. Sugary. Quite good. Sugary, huh? Yeah, it's sweet. quite good. It's sweet. It's oaky. Palette. It's sweet and oaky, and yeah. it's very nice. It's very, very I heard nice. your description. It's good bottle. Thank you. Caramel. Yes, lots Where could they find that, Carm? Uh, Ben said it, right? No, no. Where can they find that on your Instagram? Oh, it's on Instagram. At Carmen DeFalco 5. There you go. Carmen DeFalco 5. Yes. Because the other four took the first four. Carmen DeFalco was taken. Oh, boy. Carmen DeFalco 5. I got you. Andrew's in Roscoe Village. What's up, Andrew? Andrew, talk to us. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. Big fan. Thank you. Um, Just wanted to kind of mention, I think that Marvin Harrison would be the ideal draft pick for us. Work with DJ Moore. Gives a little bit of pressure off of Justin Fields not having to find him every time. I think that's our draft pick. All right. Well, not, I don't not, think a wide receiver not, has not, ever gone one overall. Andrew, one. thanks. It might be our draft choice, not at number one. I don't think a, a, number, a wide receiver has never gone one. No right? way in Couple hell. on two. I'm taking him at number one. I'm trading out for whoever loves Caleb Williams. That's what you've got to do, Carm. You've got to trade out more draft capital. That's right now, the Bears are picking first and eighth. You'll never get them in eight. And you and you can bet your sweet Aiken Panachkis, Carm. I want a second rounder in this year's draft. Yeah. Ooh, you know who this? Uh, you know who this mock draft I'm looking at has the Bears taking at eight? Ooh, ooh. Roma Dunze from Washington, the wide receiver. I love him. Ooh, Roma who? I love him. Well, you're not taking Marvin Harrison then. 
No. Well, they got him taking it with the one pick. They've got Caleb going. Yeah. Well, They've got Marvin going second That's to not going to happen. That's not going to happen. They got your guy Jaden Daniels going to Belichick. If no he's Belichick, still there. If he's there? Yeah. Yeah. Then the Penn State tackle. Then Joe Alt from Notre Dame. Right. Six. Uh, Malik Neighbors uh, from LSU. Boy, the receivers. This is going to yeah, be a great a re- class. Eight, eight, eight receivers, I think, and, are going in the first round. And like, and as good as Marvin might be, I mean, there's so many. And then they've got the Bears taking a Dunze. I love Roma Dunze. I'm telling you, he's so. I think he's so good. All right, more of your calls coming up. We want to talk a little Bulls in the second hour of the show. Uh, a historic night for the for the big man, the old timer. For Andre Drummond, it was fantastic. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Detroit, too, with you. 312-332-3776. We're back in two minutes.